I was selling him. I was selling him in the car. I was like, yo, the radiator was louder than you. <laughs> yo, that should be out of nowhere. <laughs> Featuring the radiator. Come <laughs> on. All right, fuck it. All right, so, well, the main reason why I definitely was excited to have you on is because I was telling them last week, like, I've known you for so long, but I never even really sat down and had a real, real conversation with you. Yeah. So it's like, I don't really know you. Like, I could say I know you, but not really, really. Um, so this episode is more about that. Like, I want to get to know you and also how you got into this whole DJ thing. Because the last I really knew of you, we were both working in Costco together. So what the fuck am I doing here? Well, there's a lot of toxic <laughs> shit that you're getting into, which is toxic ass. No, but I want to ask you some questions related to that too. Uh, so the first thing I wanted to ask was how did you, well, one, how did you get into DJing? And then how did you get into bartending and promoting? Okay. So we could start there. All right. So, um, so I actually went to a music high school. Like, I went to um, Santa Cruz Bronx High School of Music in Walton, and um, shout out to my CC crew. <laughs> so, yeah, so I went to Santa Cruz Bronx High School of Music, so I was always into music. Okay. Like, always into music. Um, I talked to Samantha, who's my fiance. Everybody knows her. Shout out to Samantha. Sammy. Sammy. <laughs> I talked to her, and, and, and I tell her, like, yo, like, I must have, like, fucking, like, 30 terabytes of fucking music in my head because like the way I memorize songs is crazy. Mm -hmm. Like I could sing more and that's, we'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um. So I was always into music, but I used to work in Costco mm -hmm. and I got fired. So when I got fired, um, I was on unemployment. I was chilling. Wait, yeah. what you got fired for? <laughs> damn, I don't want to ask. But fuck it. Putting his his balls on the produce. <laughs> I was I was I was late a couple times. I was late a couple times. The manager didn't like me. That was an excuse for him to get rid of me. Yeah, but um, it was a blessing, honestly. Um, I, after that, I started um, I bought a little DJ equipment. I bought some little DJ equipment. I started fucking around in the crib. I I did a baby shower. That was pretty good. Then I actually got a um a gig in a restaurant called Marisco Centro. I don't know if you guys ever been there. They have one like on um between 161st Street and 149th Street, you know, yeah. a little mall where the best but where the the BJ's is at, I think, okay. or whatever. So I DJ there, fucking getting paid nothing. Mm. But I was just like, fuck it, let me do it. You yeah. know, let me try this out. And it was good. I got kicked out of there. So the, why? The biggest fight I've ever seen. The biggest fight I've ever seen. First thing I saw was a pineapple thrown across the room. Oh, that's lit. Literally. <laughs> they, used to make, they used to make drinks and pineapples there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it, I saw a pineapple. Then all of a sudden I saw a hookah. I'm like, oh, oh hell no. Nah. I'm closing my laptop. It got crazy in there. And then after that, the guy never called me again. <laughs> but then um, my friend Andre. Wait, his, wait, but that wasn't your fault. Was it your fault? It wasn't or my were you playing something that sparked up? Like I was. I can even tell you what song I was playing. I was playing um, "Lifestyle" by Young Thug. How the fuck you fight to oh, "Lifestyle"? That's like oh, the most shit. positive song. I was playing somebody, "Lifestyle." Somebody by stepped Young on somebody while they were in the What the bed. fuck? Right, like knock a few buck or some shit. Like I was playing. Like, I, nigga said, "Grab the pineapple." Shit <laughs> <laughs> got so crazy. It got so crazy. But anyways, he never called me back. And then um, my boy Andre, his cousin, opened up a spot 
indictment. Mm. It was called Siete Tacos. Okay, yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So then I started DJing there, and um, that's where I started. Mm. I started DJing there. I got better. I met a lot of people. People were coming like, yo, who are you? Like, mm-hmm. where do you DJ? And yeah. I'm like, I DJ here. This yeah. is where I DJ. Oh, yo, I need you to come to this spot. And then I started DJing yeah. in a lot of different spots in Dykeman. And, and I started meeting other people. And Damn. So it just worked out. Yeah. It clicked. Question. When yeah. you first started, was it like a fake it till you make it kind of moment? Like, where you were telling them, like, yo, I've never had gigs before? Or was it like, yo. Like, I'm the best. Like, my first like... kind of thing. How were you, like, approachable? When they were approaching, how were you, like, reacting to them? Well, the thing is that, I, like I said, I was always into music. So music was never a problem. I knew what was good. I knew what wasn't. You know, so, and and obviously you, you know, I there's just this natural thing of reading a crowd when you DJ. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of DJs. They don't read a crowd. Those are the best they don't, DJs. They man. don't know how to read a crowd. They don't. They don't. So, um, so with that, like, that's just one of my things where I like, like I play one song like, I do like, um, let's say I did a Guyanese wedding once. I I did a I did a I did an event and there were some Guyanese people there. Okay. I didn't know they were Guyanese. Okay. But I played some soca because I thought they were like mm-hmm. West Indian mm-hmm. and they started going crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, let me let me play some more soca. Yeah. And I got booked for a wedding yeah. from just playing soca for them, mm-hmm. playing like five or six songs. So it's like you 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 read you read the room, and mm-hmm. obviously you I like to please the ladies when I'm DJing. So if if the girls the girls want to listen to this, I'm gonna play this. I don't really care. That's, that's yeah. how you got your tag. <laughs> <laughs> your yeah. girlfriend's favorite DJ. Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, that's that's real because if the girls aren't having a good time, Dude, nobody's it, having a good it's time. It's all about the women. Like, it, it nobody. Really and it's funny. He says that it's like, it's such a science to it. Everybody think like, yo, you just get on there and play songs to get people hyped. No, there's like a, literally a science to like playing a certain type of music when people are sitting down eating. Yeah. To playing music to get people to buy, bo- yes. to buy stuff. Like, and then like people think everything should be turn up, turn up, turn up. That's not to like later there's a, a part of the party for that shit but as long as the ladies are having a good time the party's gonna be good oh yeah and how did you get into like oh me yeah bar- <laughs> bartending party promoting all this like- um i lived by myself for, like for a long time like since i was like 16 um i actually started out like and you guys seen like the project x movie yeah that that was me in the hood like <laughs> like, like i was throwing house parties sweat boxes hundred people in the fucking in a fucking apartment i did like listen like i think like one of my apartments was under my stepmother's name whatever and she had to call and be like yo they said they heard gunshots in your apartment but it was like the jamaican music where you go bloop 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i almost got evicted mad times but anyway oh so i started meeting these managers and owners and they saw the type of kid i was like i was like hood famous like oh that's that kid that threw that crazy yeah. party and um they had wanted me to be a promoter but at that point in my life i still was like yo this is just fun for me like i'm not doing this for work but i would meet them and be like yo guys whenever i come out i got you i'll bring my people you ain't gotta worry about that yeah. and that's how i started building relationships and whatnot and um and um from there i got really cool with a couple managers one of them was uh, arturo shout out to arturo um and um, at the time, I was working overnight a lot. So I had my bartender certificate, but like I never really could use it. So when I got off the night shift, I hit Arturo like, yo, I'm really trying to get in the game. What's up? He was like, yo, I got you. And Arturo and my boy Jose trained me and 
Yeah, it was all from there. So what I wanted to learn, I mean, what I wanted to know was, <clears throat> what's the most annoying thing you guys experienced while working? So Oof. like, I know bartenders have different experiences, but then DJs, I'm sure you get a lot of annoying people coming up to you. So like, what would be the most annoying thing? I mean, I, I want to say request, mm-hmm. right? When you get a request, sometimes you're like, oh, thank you. I need to play that. But sometimes it's like, yo, you, the most annoying thing is... And I don't want to. I don't want to sound fucked up. Nah, but, say it. Fuck it. But it's um, <laughs> it's when you have all these artists. Everybody's an artist. Mm. <laughs> everybody's an artist. Mm-hmm. They play shit. And everybody's like, oh, yo, I got my song. Yo, play my song. And you know, I'm usually cool with that. But I have to listen to your song first. Right. You can't just yeah. play it. That could I, fuck up the whole vibe. Yeah. Like I can't just be like, yeah, let me play your song. Let me play your song or whatever. Blah blah. blah. And um. All of a sudden, I play this song, and it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the whole party's like, what the fuck is sometimes, this? <laughs> sometimes it works out. Okay. Sometimes I'm like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. You, should, cool. you, you should shout them niggas out every time, especially when it's trash. That's his fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga right there. <laughs> What's the worst song request you ever got? The worst song request I ever got. And it wasn't because it was, I, I got it requested once. It was like I got a request of like a couple times in the night, even after I played it. Mm. It was Cotton Eye Joe. Cotton Eye Joe? Yeah. No, no. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Cotton Eye Joe. What are you DJ? What yeah, where were you? It was a wedding. Okay. Uh, it was a wedding. I just that going off What's at a wedding, though. Yeah. That's a different type of request because you're paid for like a special event, though, right? You accept more requests in that situation than you do at like if you're at. Um, like Aqua, whatever. Aqua um, or Tijuana. Okay. Not necessarily. Right? Not necessarily. Okay. Because the thing is that when you go to a spot, when you're DJing at a spot, you're you're you got free game. You can do whatever you want, unless the owner's telling you, "Oh, you got to play this, you got to play that." But when you're doing a wedding, you have to please. That's what I mean. You have to please the 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 people that are going to marry you. Which which do you prefer? DJ and do, mm. do you have a preference? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like doing private events. That's where the money is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. definitely where the money is. Yeah. yeah, you know, you don't have to worry about about oh nah, it was it was dead today. Oh no, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Can we pay you this? No, you set your price. Yeah, yeah. If they want to pay, it, they want to pay. It. If they don't want to pay, it, they don't. They, yeah. they book somebody else. Yeah. yeah, you know, let them decide how their wedding wants to go. Yeah. Um, but um. So yeah, kind of Joe, and it was it was annoying because <laughs> I played it already. Yeah, you got to play al- it again. I already played it. This was the weirdest wedding I've ever done. There was it was a it was a, a black guy and a white girl. Mm, I was gonna ask if they were white. So it was a, a, a white guy and a. And a so um, you had a black a, a black crowd and a white. You crowd. had a black crowd. Yeah, yeah. That wanted to get lit. Of course. And then you had the white guy, the white people who kind of wanted to do like the. The 1970s yeah. slow dance kind of wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, yo, I want to turn up. Because <laughs> I got people here that want to turn up. <laughs> and the time that I had the most people on the dance floor was when they were slow dancing. Really? Everybody, old people with they with their wife who's almost 90, just oh, slow wow. dancing. And but I mean that's the type of thing you gotta deal with. It's, it's always a different dem- demographic yeah. when you do that's when you cool. do a wedding, you got kids. You got old people, you got the grandmas, the great grandmas, you yeah. got the the thing. But it was such a diverse wedding. There was like people in kilts. Oh, that's tough. Wow. Like there was like there was like like 
like most of the men in the in the in the girl side were wearing kilts. Mm. So it was it was I didn't expect that. Yeah, That's yeah, you know, I didn't really get a backstory on how this wedding was gonna go. Yeah. So I didn't really plan for it. Right. Like I want to plan for it. Yeah. But it was just one of those events where, I, yeah, I'll do it, and it was kind of like, uh, I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah. But it, you know, it happened. You know, I feel like was, that still helps you grow and learn. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Because if you get used to playing for the same crowd, you never expand your your skill set. You know exactly. what I mean? Um. And how about for you? Like the most annoying thing as a bartender? As a bartender, um. Uh, nah, I mean, you get the brokies that ask for it, and I'm like, you're not supposed to ask for it, though. But um, uh, I would have to say it's like, I don't know what I want. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, make me something. I'm like, uh, well, what do you drink? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to give me something, something to like go off. And they're like, eh. Damn, I, I drink everything, that. and I'm like, bitch, like, I don't know what you want me to go off I thought bartenders would like that shit, because y'all no. get, like, the creative freedom to, no, like, but give me, me something whatever the fuck. Not like, when it's busy. It's busy, exactly. Mm. When it's busy, I don't okay. got time to be fucking around with you like okay, that. Okay, okay. And then um, at least give me, y'all, I drink tequila. I drink. Okay. Like, all right, so I got something to go off of. Like, all right, I'm going to fuck around and give you something. Yeah, but yeah. Like um, if, it's, if it's busy and you're a tequila, uh, tequila drinker, ask for a tequila yeah, and um yeah yeah, and yeah. Lime. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. go. Oh, let me get a margarita, sunrise, and you know whatever. <laughs> margarita. Yeah. Nah, but you know what I deal with a lot though. It's not funny. Uh, not to toot my own horn or nothing, but like when the niggas want me to wingman for them. But the shorty's kind of filling me. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and I'm trying to get tips from everybody. So I'm like, yo, I got you, my boy. And like, and then I go over to and I'm like, yo, the homie. She's like, nigga, fuck that nigga. <laughs> that nigga's ugly. I'm like, nah, but he about to buy you some drinks. I'll be a little nice. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I deal with that. But I'm, I'm like the ultimate wingman for women and, and guys at the bar. Like, yo, you. Let me go see what's up with her. Let's That's dope. So, dudes really be asking the bartender to be a wingman for her? He's like, they be like, yo, you know, obviously it starts off, yo, what they drink and send them a drink for me. Okay. Mm. And then I do it and I be like, yo, I make sure I'm like, yo, it's a gentleman over mm-hmm. there. You know, then he asked me for information. Like, I know Shorty. And I'm like, Doug. <laughs> yeah, go, go fucking talk to her. Like, what, like what you is, working. Yeah, like, nigga, what do you want me to go get her, her bio for you or something right now? Like, so, I deal with a lot of shit like that. But I, I really don't mind because. My my ultimate goal is to like get everybody lit and like, yo, hook up. Like I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. everybody get horny, you know. You know yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all horny, according to him. Let's um, hook up. So I know fights are definitely something crazy. You mentioned it was like a big fight yeah. in one of your main, your first DJing experiences. What other are there any other crazy stories that have happened? I mean, thankfully when I'm going out with y'all, it's it's fine. Well, <laughs> nothing, and nothing this is another up. topic. It, you it. You know, most of these parties, especially today with COVID and everything, yeah, they are run by mostly promoters. Like you need promoters, right? Yeah, because uh, with the way everything is, it's just not the same, right? Yeah. But um, you get you got the difference in promoters. You got the promoters that really know their crowd, and you got the promoters that's just playing a numbers game. They don't really fuck with their crowd or know their crowd. Mm. So now you just they playing the numbers game. They got everybody in here, and they can't really control them. Mm-hmm. It's like at most of my parties, I can literally talk to anybody, like yeah. a real conversation, and like if something happens. I can always go and like diffuse it. Yeah. But um, yeah, you get a lot of promoters that like they're not like that. And so when you have all these different clicks, especially when you have different hoods in the same spot, oof, it's, yeah. uh, you could feel it. And the funny thing is, you could feel it. You could feel it. You could feel the weird, weird energy in the air. Yeah. You're like, 
something might happen tonight. Like something like whatever, whatever. Yeah, I have to be scared. Oh, uh, you, 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 you. The thing is, and if you got a good owner, a good manager, they understand the game. If you didn't, uh, you didn't supply the right amount of security, the right amount of whatever. There's some nights you just gotta let shit go. Like yo, mm. they got us beat. They got us outnumbered. Whatever happens, you just gotta let it rock. Cause go like yo, you they sitting standing on the couches, they standing on the chairs. You can't be the one. Yo, yo, get the fuck down. You can't. Like you gonna, you know, you just gotta let certain shit. Yeah, go. but so, a lot of the times, um, the music controls that. Okay. The music controls. That, that. is a big fact. I want to say ninety percent of the time. Wow. You know, um, because like I said, I like to read the crowd. Yeah. I like to look. I like to see what's going on. If I see girls twerking, I'm gonna make them twerk even more. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? If if I play uh Keisha Cole and they going off, I'm gonna play I'm gonna play some Keisha Cole. Yeah. I'm gonna throw on some Alicia Keys. <laughs> and um what happens is that a lot of people, a lot of DJs, they they like to see their party lit. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And obviously that's a great feeling. Yeah. But what happens is that when you get people lit with the wrong type of music, mm-hmm. yep. they 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 kind of like revolve around what the music is saying. Yep. Yeah. You know, and fuck that, this nigga. And then you mix that with alcohol. I, and I and I've been a I've been a victim like being drunk and being in a spot and certain music playing. I'm like, yo, I'm knocking the guy out right now. <laughs> like, oh, you get into that mood. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I tell people crowd control is um you can even dive deeper to about prices, but like crowd control is like uh, dress code. Yeah. Uh, charging at the door. Yeah. Unfortunately, I hate it, but sometimes you have to. Mm-hmm. And uh, the music, like he said, like yeah. yo, you gotta you gotta know when and when things are getting crazy, you have to look at the DJ. Be like yo, right, right, right. Yo, bring it down. Like yeah. yo, bring it down. And like he said, a lot of DJs are just they. And I get it. You want to see people vibing and wilding out because you're mm-hmm. yo, I'm killing this shit. But sometimes yeah. you have to be like for the greater good. Like all right, let me play something that's gonna calm them down. Yeah. And play something that's gonna get people. And like, and like me, for the most part, I've only DJ in New York, mm. so I, I haven't really tapped in to actually being a DJ in other places. Right. But I've partied in different places, and the atmosphere is completely different. Is yeah. it? You know, New York City. New York City, unfortunately, it's a competition when you go out. It's a competition. Mm-hmm. If if Gotti's over there, he got his crew, and he popped two bottles. Mm-hmm. What I'm supposed to do yeah. in New York City is pop two bottles. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. and I and mm-hmm. I tell people like it's funny, you know, as my promoting hat and shit like that. Since the beginning of time, parties were meant to be a place where people can rub sh- shoulders with other people from different walks of life. You get celebrities in there, you get gangsters mm-hmm. in there, you get normal people in there, and people love that. If they want to be in a club next to the to the gangster, yeah. next to the next to the classy, the beautiful women, and I tell people when you have sometimes you have a party just full of like classy people, just full of like bougie classy people, they'll just have cocktails, yeah, because they're like uh whatever. But when you mix it with a little bit of hood, mm-hmm. you know the hood niggas is coming. Yo yo, give me a couple bottles. Yeah. They see the bottles come out. That shit, that shit is a science. People think it's just for show. Yo, it's a science. It's psychology, right? So like, yo, you get the classy or the bougie people when they sit next to the gangster, and the gangsters like. Like bring me three bottles. Mm-hmm. They see that they're like, I got money too. I, I, yeah. I, I can pop a bottle. Yeah. I can pop a. And now, now we making money. Yeah. We can't really. We know you're never gonna make big money off of just everybody having a, a couple of drinks. Yeah. And that's that's not. And that's show. what that's what happened in Uptown. That's what that's kind of what ruined Uptown. That's what ruined Uptown. People people I don't know if you noticed, but where do you party more more now? 
I don't go to clubs at all. You party in lounges and yeah. Bronx mostly. Where I could sit my ass down. Nobody's like nobody's trying to get me to buy bottles. Yeah. I don't gotta move. Like, oh, we gotta move you because other people are coming and they're gonna yeah. buy bottles. It's like, yo, I just wanna chill. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what the fuck? So that's what happened in Uptown. It was um, Uptown became so mainstream. Uptown was the place to be. Yeah. In 2017, 2018, mm. even a little bit of 2019, Uptown was the place to be. Mm-hmm. And then you saw Jay Z coming to Uptown. Then you saw Meek Mill coming to Uptown. Mm-hmm. Then you saw Fabulous coming mm-hmm. to Uptown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shit, I think LeBron came up to Dykeman once or some shit, right? Did he? LeBron was in, I think it was um, Brasier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, like, I think it was like he was with a, a bunch of teammates from the Lakers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, or I don't know if it was Cleveland at that time, but he came with a he came with a couple people, yeah. and even um, I don't know if you ever been to um, what was the spot? I think it's called Eleven Eleven now. Before it was um, Playroom. Playroom, I heard of it. I never went, but it's, yeah, it's a mess. Like it's like celebrities in there, and it's like yeah, I've been to Playroom. Playroom's bottles crazy. coming out, yeah, and then crazy. like you sit in at a regular table, and it's like yo, we gotta pop a bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, next next thing you know, you you. 800 in. <laughs> yeah. you, you and know, he wasn't trying to be. And, and, and the thing with a lot of these spots, and I try to tell them, especially if you're not a club, you got to find a balance. Because really what keeps your business going, the foundation of your business, should be the regular people. Yeah. So don't turn them away. When you make them feel like they can't come here, Yes. now you fall, you, you're at the mercy of promotion. Mm-hmm. And now that's all you're reliant on now. And now your place becomes just a one one type place like yeah. where oh we're going there for the pop bottles and get crazy and that's not really what's going to sustain your business no. yeah you need to you need the regular people but they and I, and the way I try to do it I like I like to have a, a time of the party is for regular people yeah and then a different type of party a little later like yo if you guys want to stay it's no problem but y'all may have to go to the bar or whatever because mm-hmm. you got a, at least one bottle here for, at, at this moment but yeah. you got to give them the time for them to feel like I have options. Right. If I don't want to do that, I had a good time, I can leave now. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah. it's, it's what you said though, like, like um, so please you know that they'll charge to get in and you ate, you, you ate that sometimes? I, I, because it's like a deterrent. That's it, the only problem I always have is like, I'm going to go into your spot and pay money. And, and and that's the thing, right? Like, I'm coming into your spot to spend money. So yeah. why I got to spend money at the door? Yeah. And, and, and then it's hard at some of these spots, you're going to charge at the door, but are you lit inside? Because now, when you charge somebody at the door, now you're giving them an expectation. Now yeah. your place is predicated on that. Because if you charge them at the door and it wasn't lit, they're yeah. like, yo, they feel ripped off. You walk in, it's half empty. I'm never going to come back. Now you lost yeah. a customer. You know what I'm saying? So I get it in some areas. But if you're in a nice area, you ain't really got no problems from like the locals or whatever like that. Don't charge at the door. Bro. Let people yeah. come in and have a good time. Man, you know. One thing I wanted to ask too, like I know COVID is dying down, but is it really like? Are you guys still feeling the effects of COVID? Or oh, is for it getting sure. Still. Well, I tell you know what I and I was just talking to an owner about this. COVID has um, post COVID now, or we still in COVID? Is dressing is dressing down these businesses, and what I say by that is that all these businesses that are not good at this okay. are getting exposed. Because okay. the problem is before you can open a open up a spot, there was so much saturation that you was gonna get money anyway. Because mm-hmm. you was gonna get people like that spot's too packed, this spot's too packed. I'm just gonna go here because it's not so packed. Right. So you're getting that walking the the you know the people walking in, people just just there cause just because. Yeah. Now niggas ain't doing that. People ain't doing that. People know where they want to go. They know the vibe they want. They're not trying to just walk around spend extra money at two three different spots. So now you gotta have a reason why they're coming here. Okay. So a lot of these, it's kind of yeah. why Dykeman also died down. Yeah. Because Dykeman has 
so many spots on the strip mm -hmm. that if you didn't like this spot, you go to the next yeah. one. Or you didn't like this spot, you go to the next one. Yeah. That's not happening anymore. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's happening anymore. I don't even go to Dykeman. No, Dykeman is dead and um, is, so. is dying. And um, I think maybe it'll come back. But the big investigation, I think, was the start. Gentrification, of course, because they gentrifying the fuck out of Dykeman. Yeah. And then uh, the big investigation on the homie from, um, from um, what was the spot that was crazy on the water? Oh, my, uh, La Marina? La Marina. It was a big investigation of drugs, all money, yeah, yeah, and all yeah. types of shit. So I don't know if they used that to try to get those guys out of there. Mm. But yeah, that, that was the first effect to like when Dykeman started going down. And then, of course, COVID and everything like that. Okay. All right. So obviously, whether the New York click attack, do you think that'll change when the is warm, though? Or is that been over a year where it's not going to recover at all? So it's mad funny, right? Because post the the main part of COVID, the first part, in this business, automatically business goes down during the summertime. Like that's just normal conventional wisdom because people want to be outside. People want to go to the beach. People want to, mm. they're doing barbecues. They don't really necessarily want to be in a spot. But what happened with COVID, it kind of flipped the script because it was like people were so stuck inside, they actually wanted to go to a spot. Yeah. So actually business kind of went up during the summertime. So it's like, it's almost like you got to kind of wait and see I think things will go back to normal, but it's going to be a new normal. It's not going to be exactly what it was before. If they do come, they come in in a small portion of the day. Like, they come in after they did all the shit they wanted to do during the day. They went to the beach. They did this. They did that. They did that. And then if they still got energy, yeah. they're going to be like, all right, let's hit a spot. But now you're talking about a, a two, three-hour window to make money instead of a six-hour window. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, makes sense. So. Um, what I wanted to ask is, what are some of the misconceptions you guys think you guys like face having, like you know, you being a DJ, you being a bartender? Like, what are some things people put on you automatically? Um, definitely, we all whores and we all like <laughs> flirty. <laughs> fucking, and, I mean, flirting is part of the job, but um, it, it does make it hard to date and hard to whatever because people just assume that you're, you're fucking all these women, you're, you're around all these people, you're doing crazy shit and don't get me wrong there are definitely a lot of them that are yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they give it a bad name yeah it doesn't help yeah it doesn't help but yeah, yeah you you're out there you with all the girls you, you see all the girls you with the baddest joints those joints that are posting and this and that mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you 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 suffer from that so is it hard to balance you know when you're in a relationship is it hard to balance a relationship and working in the nightlife too or do you feel like you already got the balance no i don't have the balance <laughs> really? even all these years later no it's it's hard it's hard the reason why it's so hard is because um you have to be away okay you know um that's um when you dj you dj till four o'clock in the morning that's cuddle time True. Uh, you know, that's yeah. cuddle time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a Saturday, on a Sunday, on, on their days off. Yeah. You know, um, Valentine's Day is coming. I got to work on Valentine's yeah. Day. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of planning outside of it yeah, to make time. Yeah, New Year's is coming. Mm -hmm. I got to work on New Year's. Those yeah. are the biggest nights of our, of our you know, industry. Yeah. You know so it's it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, um, for the most part, she understands. And another thing is I don't mind her. Like coming yeah, and, yeah, and and enjoying what I do, right? You know, um, but there has to be a balance to that too. Yeah. Um, there has to be a balance. It's like you can't come. You have a job. Yeah, yeah. It 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 yeah. is definitely tough. Exactly what P said. Like, you almost operate on the opposite schedule of normal people. You know, whatever. And then um, another thing, you can't be like 
yo, you can't come. <laughs> Cause yeah, like, like, cause it's like yeah. it looks crazy. It sounds yeah. crazy, right? You gotta, you gotta be like almost extra transparent. Yeah. Uh, because everybody gonna have those insecurities or those mm-hmm. thoughts in the back of their head, like why, why can't I come? Why I can't come but to the, this one? But, the, but I was okay. And, 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 and the nice. thing, and the thing is, like when they do come, it's like you have to be mindful of them. So we, and I'm not saying it's anything we're doing crazy extra, mm-hmm. but. Our business is vibing with people, networking yeah. with people, and that can be misconstrued sometimes. Like, oh, you, you too flirty, you too yeah. this, you too that, and it's like. I was gonna say like it takes a, a secure oh, woman yeah. to deal with somebody because I don't think I could do it. I, I don't want to say I don't want to use the word it. secure, insecure. I, I just want to say it takes a person who understands, like understands the game that we in. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it, you, if you don't understand it, then it ain't gonna work. Yeah. Another yeah. another problem that that comes up is um when. Not every night is um, New Year's Eve ball. Yeah. You know, so not every night is the best night of your life. Yeah. You know, so if you if you have, if you're in a relationship and they want to come and they come and they're like, oh, this is boring. Mm. I got a job. Yeah. I got to stay here. You well, know, you this. Could go, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You can go to the car. You can take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just what it is. Like not every time is. Um, not every party is the best party. Nah, absolutely you know, not. you party every single you party I I at least do five, six parties a week. Wow. You know, sometimes two on Saturday, sometimes two on Sunday, one yeah. on Friday. I we have a Tuesday party. Yeah. That's already what? Six parties. Yeah. So like for sure, like I always have like six parties a week. They're not always and then sometimes I gotta go to this one and then I gotta go to that one. Mm-hmm. And then I gotta go to that one. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you don't want to hang out at three parties, then you gotta, yeah. you can't come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's not, it's not easy. Mm. No, it's not at all. Is there anything you guys, I'm not gonna say hate, but anything you just like about working in the nightlife? It's a lot of shit. What you mean? Get into it. Because uh, everybody looks and it's like, oh my god, you guys get paid to have so fun. So much fun. Like, this so is so yeah, fun. Yeah. It's so glamorous. Dude, you just got to vibe for, and you get paid. We we. We do not like to do that all the time. We're normal people like anybody else. We yeah. want to go to bed at a certain time. Like he said, some of these parties are not even lit. So it's like... Yeah, that's the thing. Shit, I got to a point. I know I know DJ sets. Like, I literally know some... I've I booked them enough where I I know exactly what they're going to play. I'm not enjoying it like you're enjoying yeah. his set. I'm sitting there like, all right, this about to come next. All right. <laughs> But, uh, you feel and, that, you feel and, that and way with me, man? Yeah, nah. You feel <laughs> Well, we've been working a long time, so I kind of know it's set up, but yeah, he actually is he's actually good, though. But because like, yeah. a lot of times he get into it, I'm like, yeah, he killing. Like, I know when he's killing. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I know it. Like, but, um, and then me, and I'm not just a promoter, I'm a bartender, I'm everything. The workers' vibes uh, it rubs off on the crowd. Mm. So I, sometimes I got to look like I'm lit when I'm really like sitting there and a lot of my friends, they'll come to support and they be just be watching me and they be laughing. They be like, yo, you be like, <laughs> and, then like and then I'm like, <laughs> I'm happy. Nah, I want to go fucking home. Bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it's a, it's a lot of that. It's, it's work and people that I just like, I don't try to explain it. I don't try to like people. Oh, I wish I had your job. I wish I'm like, Right, well, it's, it, another thing is that this is not this is not the only thing I do. I have my day job. Mm. Oh, we're doing a lot of other stuff. You too. What's your day job? I'm a super. Oh shit! Yeah, dope. Well, it's yeah. very different. Yeah. Wow, I'm a, I'm a good for you. So it's tough because yeah. sometimes I just I gotta I gotta let's say I do a Sunday party. Yeah. Monday I gotta be up. Yeah. Monday I gotta be in people's apartments fixing this, fixing that. Mm-hmm. 
and it's it's tough. And yeah. and, and then another thing, yo, my social meter meter goes to fucking dirt. Mm-hmm. Like like after a weekend, I wake up Monday, Tuesday. I really don't want to talk to nobody. I don't yeah. want to text. I don't want to. I don't want to do nothing. Like when and I was it, hitting you up and you were dry. Yeah, like, yeah I'm really, dry right yeah, now. even that hit me up sometimes. It's like nigga, why you sounding so dry? I'm like, bro, I'm done talking to people. I'm done being excited. I'm done looking like I'm enjoying myself. Like sometimes, yo, I literally sometimes don't answer my phone to a certain time. And if you're in a relationship, yeah, <laughs> it's like, yo, what's up with you? You're not hitting me up. You're not. I'm like, yeah. yo, dog, come on, man. Yeah. yeah so. hey, question. I don't mm-hmm. want to get in your pocket. Well, I guess I would answer that better because right now I transition to right now within my transition. I'm only really doing a nightlife right now. Before I was working in a hospital doing insurance and things like that. But, uh, I just didn't want to do it no more. But um, to just is it. You can do it. You can definitely take care of your stuff, but it's just one of those things like, like he says, not every party's lit, not every party's good. So now you're basing your bills or things on you don't know. Like you can make a lot of money and then this week you can make less, like way less money. So it is is definitely a gamble. But anybody who's in the nightlife, most people have a a job. So the nightlife is gravy. It's it's the on top. It's the, the, especially, you know, most of it is un, un, untaxed, un, you know, most yeah. of it is fast money right in your hand. You know, everybody, normal people wait for, I wait for two weeks to get my check. Uh, I get paid that night. I got that money in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. but also another thing is that um, you make money in the nightlife, but you also have to spend it. That's a fact. That's a fact. You also have to spend it. So okay. it's um, it's a little more comfortable for me because I have my day job. So my day job is, it's what pays the bills, you know? So my nightlife, and um, I'm not saying I make a, a shit ton of money, but my nightlife, that's that's spending money. Yeah. But you also have to spend it in the nightlife. That's yeah. a fact. Because it's like, and I tell people as a promoter, it's like, I got a lot of support, a lot of people I know. I can't ask these people to come out for me all the time, spend their hard on money. And then when they have an event and they have something, I can't go then. And I and then when I go, I, I got to spend some bread. Like, right. I got to show love. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I've definitely been like accused. Sometimes I don't even post and I be out. Mm-hmm. But I don't post because like people be like, oh, you out every night. I'm like, dog, I almost have to be sometimes. Because yeah. it's like, I work this day, this day, these people come out. And now these few days off and they know, they're like, yo, got it. You got, yo, come through. And I'm like, damn, I got to go show And love. it's yeah. also um, networking. It's networking too. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, you could be the best DJ in the world. And nah, I'm not, let me not say that because the best DJs in the world, they get booked, right? But <laughs> if you're like um, an up and coming DJ, you need to come out. Yeah. If you don't come out, if they don't see your face, why would they book you? Yeah. They have so, there's so much competition in the DJ world. So much competition. OD. And everybody thinks they're a DJ. But that's, but that's everybody in the nightlife though. Cause it's like, yo, you go out, whether you're a bottle girl or waitress or whatever, you go out and you meet people and they're like, oh, I, I fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Yo, I work here and here on yeah. this day and this day. Now you have new customers. Yeah, and so they might like even gotta... make you spin for them real quick just to see what you got, and that's your weight. Then they book you the next time. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. you have to go out, support. They have to see your face. You you just have to do it. Yeah. Um, it happens all the time. Where all right, there's a new party going on. Let me go. Let me go over there. Let, all right, there's a brunch. I'm not working today. Let me go get some brunch. Oh, I'm gonna pop a bottle. 
All of a sudden, mm-hmm. I see the promoters. Yo, what's up? It's Sal. How you doing? Oh, mm-hmm. yo, when you free? Yeah. You oh, I'm I'm gonna put you in this week, and it happens so often. Wow. So, but you have to. I I'm four hundred dollars in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an investment. <laughs> you know, I'm four hundred dollars in. So it's like so you're so, your own marketer. Exactly. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Facts, and they even like from my side is like even when you want to go make some connections with an owner or something. Yo, it looks so much better when you walk in with a crowd, you spend some money, and then you talk to them. Yeah. Instead of you looking like, yo, you just came to talk to them. Right. They're like, oh, this person, he, he gets it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and you got to go and see what's hot. What, what are they doing that we're not doing? Yeah. What, what, what's about this party that we don't got that maybe we need to implement into that shit? You know what yeah. so, Is this what you guys always saw yourself doing? Or maybe not. Like, what did you want to do when you were younger? Hell no. I never see myself. Do- I, like, I, like I was telling you, I, I was doing this shit for fun. Mm-hmm. I'm just really good at it. Yeah. So it just made sense because it was like, dog, I just kept going out spending my bread. Yeah. Like, why not make money doing this? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say I love it. I do enjoy it. I, you know what? I, I am definitely addicted to seeing people having a good time. Okay. I love that. I think like it, it does something to me just watching a crowd. It's mm-hmm. a great party. It, I mean, just... imagine when you're the one that's making them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, as a DJ, you're, um, that's like, to answer your question, no, I didn't see myself doing this. I didn't, I, I, I never even knew what a DJ was growing up. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I listened yeah. to Funk Master Flex on the radio mm-hmm. and, um, and whatever, but, I didn't know. I didn't know that he was labeled a DJ. I didn't. I didn't know yeah. that growing up, obviously. Yeah. Um, but then I started going to parties, and I used to sit there and watch the DJ. Oh, okay, that's that's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he's doing. Where everybody else is just dancing and having a drink, and you over here like studying and yeah, observing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I still do that to this day. Yeah, of course. Like to you this day, to. I still do it. Like there's so many, there's so many dope DJs out there. So many dope DJs. Like. Yeah. Um, my one of the people that I like to um listen to a lot is um DJ Camelo. Oh, he's great. DJ Camelo. He's great. Like, Camelo, 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 Camelo. Yeah, he's great. That's like one of my idols. Um, him and um. In my high school after party. Did he? Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, no, Camelo's Camelo's an animal. Yeah. And um, on the Spanish side, Alex Sensation. Alex Sensation, yeah. You know, Definitely. um, both and and then like I've actually met both of them. Mm. So. Just meeting them and like seeing how humble they are. Yeah. Like I like, like that's the type of person. That's the type of DJ I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, a DJ that's that's good. He knows he's good. Mm-hmm. He's not an asshole about but it. He's approachable, right? You know, being you know being approachable. That's like mm-hmm. the best, like the best thing. I mean, and that's what I like to welcome people. You know, yeah, of course. Very, um, very welcome. And then I, I see a lot of DJs that get invited to like exclusive parties like mm-hmm. especially with artists and things like that like listening parties because the artists know these are the people that are going to be playing my shit yeah which can increase my sales can get my my music out further yeah. so you get to meet a lot of dope people you get into situations networking that you're like wow i never thought yeah i would be here or whatever or see this person um so one of the things we always talk about this um talk about on the podcast is purpose right like what's your purpose and a lot of people link their purpose to their career but Sometimes it could even be like your purpose is not really linked to your career. It's the underlying thing. Like a doctor may link his purpose to being a doctor, but it's because he likes to help people or mm-hmm. heal people. So what would you say would be like the underlying purpose? Like oh. just making people enjoy themselves? Oh, dude, like I just said, I love watching people enjoy this. I, yeah. I, I'll be partying until the day I die. Like it's, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Like it's just a beautiful yeah. thing. Like obviously I would like as I get older to do it less and less. Yeah. But um, yeah, just seeing, I, I think it's just, 
you know, people come to parties, they they want to uh, leave their stress at home, leave, yeah. they, leave the bullshit, leave the stuff they're going on, they just want to let loose. Mm-hmm. And that's just a, a moment where you really get to see, like, people just having a good time, expressing mm-hmm. it. And it, you having a drink, it's so much easier for you while you're inebriated or, you know, whatever, saucy, yeah. to have a conversation with a person you probably never would have fucking, mm-hmm. like, talked to while you were sober or in your regular right. everyday life. Like, you get to meet different people. You yeah. get to vibe with different people and shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, I enjoy that. And I will always be doing that. I think my family, we just a bunch of, like, hosts. We enjoy it. And the funny thing is the host usually doesn't have as much fun. Like, it's, like, it's work. But, like, just that end product mm-hmm. where people are just having a good time, that's the, that's the gift and that's the, you know. Yeah. Would you say the same for you as a DJ? Too? Well, with me, um, right now I'm DJing, but like I said, I have my day job. Yeah. Um, I don't know what my career is gonna be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing this, and I hope that I can continue doing it because right now I'm in my 30s. I'm 32 years old. Yeah. I'm I'm still young, obviously. Of course. Right, but um, you look at these DJs that are that are in their 50s, 60s, mm. still working. And um, obviously, I don't think I'm going to be DJing into my 50s, into my 60s. Mm-hmm. But if I can make something off of DJing, like if I can make enough money from DJing to invest right. in, in a business right. or invest in some real estate mm-hmm. or invest in some thing. I mean, this DJing is a plus. Yeah. You know, DJing is a plus, but I cannot sit here and, and tell myself you're going to be the best DJ in New York, you're going to have, you're going to get booked for the rest of your life. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. We don't, you know, especially with COVID, like everything that's going on, I can't do that. Do, do I enjoy it? Do I wish I can? Yes. Yeah. Because like you said, like music is life mm-hmm. to me. I Like music is everything. Like music is a mood. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. there's a different type of music for every single type of mood. Mm-hmm. And um, people remember you. For the mood you made them have mm. that night, yep. yeah, you know, so it's 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 it feels amazing yeah. to oh man, you you brought it back, mm-hmm. you know that feels good, yeah. But do I think I'm gonna be a DJ for the rest of my life? <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Fuck no, you know. But but if if it brings in enough income where I can invest into something or- and that, and that's really what it's about especially in you know you can fall into the vicious cycle like you were saying you gotta you gotta invest you gotta spend that money but like if you can really be disciplined enough to really like save that bread and yeah. invest it into something like that i i hopefully i want to own my own spot one day i want to mm-hmm. you know you, you just never know where it can take you, you yeah. opportunities it can get you to you know so but it is hard because like i said like like he just mentioned now you have to invest the money you make in the nightlife into the nightlife. Yeah. It's the it's the way it revolves. How do you think these businesses make money? Mm-hmm. How do you think they have enough money to pay a DJ? Of course. You know, so I can't just say, oh, I'm going to keep all this money. I'm just going to stack up. I mean, yeah. You can't. Yeah. But you need to be able to kind of, I mean, I'm not the best at it. You know, I'm. I'm yeah, but you're conscious of it at yeah. least. Yeah. And some people don't even have that. No, you have to be. You have to be. Yeah, you can fall into a vicious cycle of too much drinking too much partying, too mm-hmm. much, and it, and it can destroy you. It mm-hmm. really can, whatever, your regular life, your relationships, everything like that. So yeah, you need yeah. to have boundaries. You gotta have boundaries and, yeah. and um, balance. Um, how cutthroat is, like, 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 do you have DJs, like, calling up spots, like, yo, don't go to that Oh, shit, yeah, does that happen? Or don't let God promote your fucking venue. Like, does that is Well, world well, in, in this world, when you 
unless the nigga's really fucking with your vibe, like an owner or something, and they're going to book you. Oh, it's always word of mouth. So it's like, you know, when they meet you, they're going to ask them because it's such a small world. They're going to ask somebody about you. They, they just going, I get that all the time. People going to meet all the time about other promoters, about everything. Like, yo, who, yo, how's this? How's they party? How's this? So if you're not out there doing what you got to do or doing it the right way, yeah, people are definitely going to be like, nah, not him. Don't, mm. don't book him. Yeah, he got a dirty crowd. Honestly, okay. I wouldn't know. It's it's hard. It's hard for me to answer that question because I, I, I just can't answer that question because I'm, I feel so much love every time I go out. Okay. It's never, it's never anything like, oh, here's Pesal. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's that's because you're doing it the right way though. That's, that's what, yeah. that's the point. Uh, yeah. You know, we got, we got Pesal tonight. You know, no, I got people calling me like, yo, we, we need you to play. Yeah. Come, come through. Come and, play. And I think yeah. it's about life in general, like pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, shit, I get other promoters a deal at a spot. I ain't in a bad. I'm like, but I may have a relationship that you don't have, but I know you can be successful there. And when you pay it forward, it comes back to you. Mm-hmm. And I would you. never be the one. Oh, don't book him. Yeah, yeah, that's hard for me to do too. I, I don't know if those words can ever come out my mouth. Yeah. I just kind of say what I gotta say and put that decision in, in, into your your hands. But um, yeah, it's kind of like that. You never know how people get. You know, they want all the money. Yeah, yeah. greed, greed's everywhere. So you you know how that goes. But um, yeah, pay it forward, man. You like like shoot you. You promote some parties and you get another person that just fucks with you in the nightlife and they'll come bring 20 people. They'll come spend mad bread and, mm-hmm. and you did good because of that person. So yeah. I try to keep it honest like that. Keep it kind of cool. Mm, wow. So switching gears a little bit, mm. um, I wanted to ask, this is more so I guess for Gotti, but do you find that um, girls that you've spoken to, they're always understanding or cool with your job in the beginning. Oh, hell no. Uh, oh, not even in the beginning. Because, you know, sometimes be like, oh, yeah, I'm cool with it. Nah, I get it. And it's then either they, they up blunt about it, like, nah, I can't fuck with you. Yeah. Or you get it later with the, you know, the accusations or the, the insecurity kind of talks, yeah. like, uh, you know, it's, uh, assumptions and yeah. things like that. So, How do you handle that? You know, at the end of the day, if you met me this way, it's on you. Like, like I hate to, to sound it like that, but you knew you knew who I was, and before, when you met me, yeah. you might have met me in this life. Mm-hmm. If you want to judge me based on that, that's on you. But you knew who I was, and I wasn't trying to hide it. Like yeah. trying to, it kind of sucks. Like I, I, I meet a lot of people in this life, and especially with women that I want to deal with. I wish I didn't. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, damn, I wish I met you at like fucking coffee shop or like you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wish you ain't see me in mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and uh yeah it, it, it's tough it, it is what it is man like at the end of the day i try to focus on my goals and the things i'm trying to accomplish yeah whoever's gonna fuck with me is gonna fuck with me whoever's not it's just yeah. not gonna fuck with me have you experienced that i mean even in your relationship like there's still moments where you have to kind of oh shit give that reassurance or security or is it kind of like over at this point well i mean sorry i'm getting not my beer <laughs> So, like what Gotti said, um, it's kind of hard for me to say that because I've been with Samantha for, we're going to be 10 years. Wow, congrats. Right? Yeah, Yeah, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I like to get a water. It's been 10 years, but um, I've been DJing for 10 years. Mm, You know, like I started DJing when me and her got together. Okay. So, like like right after. Yeah. So, um, it's not like... It's not like she met me in this life. Right. You know, so it is a little, it, it is hard. It was harder. Yeah. And 
it's harder now because mm-hmm. we're getting older. Yeah. And we have responsibilities. And, you know, back in the day, um, she's a little bit younger than me. Yeah. She loved it. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I used to be yeah. I used to be 21. She was 18 years old. I used to get her into all the clubs. Oh, yeah. You know what of I'm course, saying? She yeah. used to love it. Mm-hmm. You know, she was the only, you know, not the only underage. But Allegedly. like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she had the cool DJ Allegedly. boyfriend. Like, you know, it was yeah. like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got my girl. She's oh, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Got her in, you know. Mm-hmm. So she loved it. Yeah. You know, but now it's like, oh. <laughs> Let's watch some Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, and you know, another thing, like, people who's in the nightlife like us, we know how to move in the nightlife. Yeah. So it's like, say you with a girl, she got her friends. We know how to move to make you have a great time. We, we walk in. We know what we want to do. We know the section we need to be in. Mm-hmm. Bring the bottle. Bring what we got to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, oh, shit, sometimes we know the fucking owner, so we'll get a discount or some yeah, shit like that. Like, so don't think all these niggas is <laughs> Wilding, but like no but we know like, we understand how to set up in the nightlife to be mm-hmm. comfortable to have the best time right and that's a benefit to somebody who's dating somebody like that yeah. i'm sure there's cons of course. <laughs> but those are like sometimes the pros like you, you get a lot of people who come guys or they don't know how to do it yeah like coming in they like they may teeter at the bar they may mm-hmm. whatever like that yeah. i mean uh what you want they may be Nah, bro, you here, just do it, bro. Just do it the right way. And it's it's always cheaper when you do it the right way. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like people, they think they're like trying to save money by like, I'm going to get a few drinks. But now it got lit. Now you want a bunch of drinks. Now you got to wait at the bar every time. Yeah. Now you got to whatever. Like, yo, now, just get the bottle. Just get the, just bottle. Get the fucking bottle. I, I had to tell my boys, like, because I've been doing this for a long time. So, like, when we was young, we, you know, we wasn't making it. I had a job young, but, like, you know, we wasn't making as much money or whatever. But, like, they was like, yo, God, you so bougie. Like, you... You go in, you get a bottle, you do this, you do that, like you spend my bread. I'm like, brother, we're we're men. You're gonna go to that bar about f- every man probably drinks easily at least a hundred dollars. Yeah. At the bar. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna go to that bar about three, four times. You're gonna tip every time. You're gonna whatever. You're gonna maybe see a young lady that you wanna talk to. Now you gotta get the bartender again. You gotta buy another drink. You gotta buy mm-hmm. a separate drink. Mm-hmm. Brother, buy the bottle, whatever you think it costs. You have a seat. You're comfortable. You have an area. Mm-hmm. Yo, you can pour. If you want to drink, if you want a shot, you can pour your own shot. If you want to drink to be weak, you can pour your own weak drink. Mm-hmm. If you want the drink to be strong, you can pour your own strong yeah. drink. And if you want to talk to somebody, you'll have a seat. Let me pour your drink. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can start your conversation yeah. instead of doing this whole, yo, 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 can I get the lady? Because uh, women are going to go where the bottles yo, are. Yo, listen. Like, women, like, man, women know how to, like. Yes. Women know how to fucking yeah. check a nigga so fast. She look at your yo, what watch you got on. Let me see your shoes you got on. Let me see how you moving in here. Yeah. She already got you red, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I tell, and they now we're older, they all understand. I'm like, bro, that's what people, the ratio is about three, four to a bottle. That, that's a good ratio. Mm-hmm. Bro, come on, everybody give me $50. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we chilling. Yeah, and if that. you ain't want to drink no more, we good. We yeah. lit now. We can walk out. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask too, you know, you're about to be married. Um, Ooh. Big deal. Big deal. I'm in there. Because not a lot of people getting married right now. I'm in there. So when, I wanted to know, like, when did you decide, like, Samantha was the one? Because you could be with somebody for 10 years and still not feel it. You know what I mean? And a lot of relationships are like that. So, like, when did you know, all right, it's time? It's, um, it's a working process. It's a, it's a lot of work, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, being in a relationship is not easy. Mm-hmm. a lot of trials and tribulations um i we went through a very hard time in the beginning mm-hmm. with her mom and 
a lot of shit happened. Yeah. This is for another day. Yeah. But um, she's she's committed. You know, she's committed. She loves me. Yeah. Um, she loves me a lot, and she's always been there for me. Yeah. You know, so that so um that I mean, it's uh it's a done deal. Yeah. You know, I asked my boy the other, the other day, well, a couple months ago. I definitely won't say his name, and I. <laughs> um, you know, his girl is beautiful, beautiful, great job. Head on her shoulder, everything like that. But he's like a good-looking dude. Yeah. Like he get, women throw themselves at him. He has a good job, well put together guy. And I was just like, I was just like, yo, like real talk, just me and you. Like, why are you with her? Like, why, why are you really? Like, don't give me all the the bullshit. Yeah. And he was like, she's loyal and she makes my life simple. Mm. And I and I totally get it. And I think for a man, it's like that's really what it's about. Like, you got the loyalty. And like she really makes your life easier. Yeah, you know it, that's that's what it's about. You gonna there's gonna always be somebody more beautiful. There's always gonna be somebody more this, more that. But like when you got that, that that's something hard to come by. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Man, there's, there's always headaches. There's always gonna be <laughs> headaches. There's there's always yeah, headaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mild headache. The next thing I wanted to ask is when you are dating somebody um, and it gets serious, what are some ways that you show your partner that you love them? Like you guys, are you guys into grand gestures or is it more about the little things? Like, how do you say I love you without actually saying I love you? you you're talking like from a guy? Guy's perspective. Yeah. And I guess how you receive it. Oh, yeah, we could do both. I, I tell when I tell my, my homegirls, I have a lot of homegirls, unfortunately, um, I tell I tell them, you know, when a man shows he really fucks with you, it's not money, it's not anything he can do for you, it's not all that, it's his time. Okay. When a man makes time for you, especially a man with a busy schedule, and he's, yo, he's making time for you, he's investing time with you, where he probably could be making money or doing God, whatever, mm -hmm. that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. So when a man investing his time into you, mm -hmm. whatever that time could be, could be watching, whatever, could be going out, whatever. When a guy makes time for you, that that's that's our gesture. Mm -hmm. It's like, damn, we like, we would talk to each other, we like, fuck, I gotta take shorty, I gotta go, I gotta yell, sorry guys, I can't. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. And sure, we may shrug it off like, we gotta do it, we obligated, or it's like, it's work, but it's not. You're doing you it because do you want to do it. Yeah. You, you want to do it. You're not going to do something you don't want to do. Yeah. So I think that's what it's about. How about you? For me, it's, um, you could say you love somebody a thousand times. Mm -hmm. But um, for me, is how do you treat the people that I love? Mm. How do I treat Ooh, the people that's that's that you love? That's big. You know, yeah. because if you love somebody and they love other people, mm -hmm. you need to understand um, you need to understand how much they love those those people and love those people the same. Yeah, or at least fact. try. Yeah, that's a fact. you know, it's like family. Family is I'm real big on family. Yeah, like yeah. I'm real big on family. Yeah. So like, if you if you love me, you have to love my family. Yeah. No matter what I tell you about my family. And and as a man, like you be dealing with chicks, you be like, I can't stand her little brother. Like that nigga is a <laughs> fucking goof. But it's like. Yo, you look out for him because you yeah. know you have to. You, that's somebody I love who loves him. Yeah. I have to. My brother-in-law probably couldn't stand my ass. Probably still can't. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yo, he fucks with me. Like, yeah. off the strength of my sister, and that's when I knew. Like, as a man, that's when I know 
oh, this nigga really fucks with my sister. Yeah. Like, like, this nigga, he got my back, dude. Like, whatever. I call him for anything. He's like, yo, I got you. It's like, for example, last week, um, Samantha's mom caught a flat tire in the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> the middle of the snowstorm, Damn. she caught a she caught a flat tire. I would have been like, you sucking mad dick when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> she works um 4 a.m. shift. Oh but it, shit! No, but it's crazy because she um she I, I guess she waited till till I was up to call me. So she must have called me like at nine o'clock. So she was stranded for like for like a whole shift. Um, and um, it was the middle of the snowstorm. I didn't want to fucking go fucking change her tire in the no, snow, no. but I did it for Samantha. Of course. Because why would I leave her mom? She loves her mom. Yeah. You know, so that's one of the things where I'm just like, you know, like, I I don't have to say I love you. It's the things that I do. We should say it more, but yeah. It's the things I yeah. do. Like, like, if I didn't love you, why would I do that for your mom? Yeah. You know what that's I'm saying? True. Like, and that's, that's that was a, it was a fucking. I could have fucking been stranded myself. Yeah, it was a fucking snowstorm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, can we curse? Yeah, of course. Yeah, right, cool. yeah. yeah. Well, we, but have you not hear me talk? Mr. Horny over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like I didn't have to do that. Yeah. You know. Um. And um, she can't be mad at me for not doing that. But I, I got her from bed. I put on my boots. Yeah. I took my tools mm-hmm. and I went and I helped her out. But I didn't do it for her. I did it for some Yo, a nigga that can like fix shit and do shit like that, that shit gets your horny, yo. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you can't do that, what are you good for? What are you good for? Some niggas ain't like that, though. Nah, fuck that. Well, how you better have the money to hire somebody, figure it the fuck out. Because Word. come on. Uh, task rabbit. <laughs> Damn, what I got you for if you can't even do that? You can't change the tire? Like, that nigga come all sweaty, you see him put some shit together, you like, yeah. I just suck that fucking salt off this nigga's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you, yo. It's a fact, yo. Fuck that. <laughs> nah, nah. Like, and that's some. That's another topic. Like, man, men doing men shit and women doing women shit. That just get people horny. Like, like, like that. Yo, you see, Shorty, like, yo, she fix you a meal. She calls yeah. you sick. You're like, I want to blow your back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying when I get over this cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So Valentine's Day is coming up. Mm. <clears throat> First of all, how y'all feel about the holiday? I hate it. Hallmark. Every guy hates fucking Valentine's Day. I never met a guy who liked it. Well, that's what. Yeah. So that was gonna be my question. Like, who do you think is who should be responsible for planning Valentine's Day? Is it always the men? Are we moving more towards the woman? Or what do you, we think? You see, the thing with the thing about planning is that it has to be the man because it shows care, right? Okay. Like, 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 and it's like what I told you about time, right? Like, it's like, yo, if, if I told you to plan the whole shit out and I just take care of the bill, how much did I give a fuck about? Not at all. Exactly. So within the planning shows, yo, you took some thought to find the spot that was nice to blase, blase. It's, it's work for us. And it honestly, it's like, I just hate society telling us we have to do things to show something. Exactly. Like, that's what I hate. Okay. But guess what? Her friend or her her whatever is gonna come back to her like yo look what this nigga did for me and then she's sitting there like this fucking bump like you know what I'm saying like like so it's like you almost have to yeah yeah but it's yeah. definitely like a 
Yeah. Like we can go, go out to eat anytime. Right. I mean, like exactly. I hate Valentine's Day. It's it's oversaturated. Yeah. Oh, Everything's you busy. You, you can't do anything. A, you yeah, can't get a reservation. Yeah. Everything is priced up. Mm-hmm. You know, my my idea of a good Valentine's Day is going to the supermarket, buying a couple steaks, mm-hmm. you know, fucking making some mashed potatoes, some yeah. fucking broccoli, getting some wine, mm-hmm. and we chill in the crib. Yeah. That's my idea of a good Valentine's Day. And maybe I'll eat some pussy without getting my dick sucked tonight. <laughs> 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 yo, dog. Yo, dog. I tell, I be telling my niggas. I said the whole point of a relationship for a man putting in all that work, putting in all that time and effort, is that moment where you can get your dick sucked. You say and that go shit to, all and the go time. to sleep. <laughs> Not have to put in no work. Just be like, yo, babe, I got you. And for her to be okay with it, that's what I did all this for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I was gonna say, even though the guy should plan. Better know what the girl likes. Oh, that's a well. Better, it's it's a test. Listen, it's a test, right? To her and take her hints. Yeah. Don't just come out of nowhere because you love this steakhouse. Yeah. And she don't like steak. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's an audit from women. Yeah. It's like literally like sure was this nigga listening and watching my shit all year long? No. But another thing about Valentine's Day, the reason why I hate it so much is because um, (laughs) I fucking hate Valentine's Day. Yeah, tell us more. Uh, It's like Daddy said, it's like society is telling you you have to do something nice on this day. Yeah. But it's like you don't have to do it on Valentine's Day. You can do it any day. You can do it any day. You should be doing it. You should be doing it. It's like, for instance, when. It's like going to church on Easter. Exactly. You don't go to church all year, but you want to go to church on Easter. Right. But like when I proposed, when I proposed, I, I went all out, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like Valentine's Day. It's like, why do I have to go all out on Valentine's Day? Yeah. Like I went out, I went all out already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And course. then I'm probably going to go all out on our anniversary. Yeah. You know, Valentine's Day is just just stupid. So, so what's the <laughs> shit that niggas get? Nah. A <laughs> birthday, maybe? I don't think I've ever planned a Valentine's Day for any guy. I'm think. saying, but like my point is that society has all these days no, where we yeah. have to do yeah, this. Yeah, I'm not supposed to get shit on Valentine's Day, technically. But what's the days during the year we're supposed to get the day where you I plan out like everything? I feel like y'all don't really get much. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Worst shit is dudes on Father's Day got cooked their own meals. Yeah. They get the grill. Y'all on the grill. The food. They don't even get a free meal. Well, the funny thing is I keep, in the sad part is, first of all, women are horrible gift givers. Like, you guys suck. Mm-hmm. Like, like, but what do y'all want? Like, what do men really want? Watch a nigga. See what the nigga's into. We know men don't talk about shit, so like that we're not gonna be like we're not gonna be like, yo, babe, I I want this, like no, like no. I mean, it's kind of hard because like when she asks me, um, oh, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, I don't know. Y'all never know. Y'all never know what I want. I don't want nothing. Is that what you appreciate? But, that? The, but See, right, so that's my point. Like, You're supposed to pay attention, be like, yo, See, damn, I know what he's. That's the thing that you never, you don't want to ask for that. Yeah, you know, as a you man, wanna, it's like you—you like, you don't want to. Why even not? Feel. Women ask for shit all the time. Yeah, but you don't want to. That's ask the way for society that. has set this shit up. If you buy it for me, I'll be fucking ecstatic. Yeah, mm. I don't want to ask for it. Yeah, that's, that's so a fact. annoying. I don't why? Go. What's wrong with that though? But y'all want us to listen and know what y'all fucking want too, so it's the same shit. But women are better at asking for what they want than men because I used to. And it. then y'all already don't communicate with us. You already communicate with us on such a low level that but, now we have to but, guess what you But why are you not paying attention to me? Oh, man. See? You want other... You see? Damn. Say crazy. It's know. like I'm not a sneakerhead, but I like sneakers. Yeah. But getting good sneakers is a process. You can't just go to Foot Locker and get a no, good pair planning. of sneakers anymore. 
You can't. You cannot do that. So like, if you go to home, you go to a Foot Locker, and you're like, I was gonna say Home Depot. I'm so fucking used to going Home Depot. <laughs> if you go to Foot Locker, and you get me sneakers, I'm probably not. And then, and then we got to sit there when we open it, like, and, then, and, then we, and then we got to sit there when we open it, like, oh, oh you got me sneakers. Oh, thank you, babe. You know, because to get sneakers, you got to go on the sneaker app. You got to win this fucking, if not, you got to go on StockX. So is it not the thought that counts? Oh, so, oh. but y'all don't do that for us when we fuck up the date. <laughs> oh, it was a thought that got, this nigga's a bum. <laughs> I, shit, I'm just saying. You tried. Yeah, man. But does, at this point, does Samantha still even expect anything for Valentine's Day? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. When she when she gives me the cold show that night, you'll know. That's when you'll know. Oh <laughs> my god! When you try to roll the, when you try to when you try to pull one of these, and she's like, <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to sleep, nigga. <laughs> oh my god! So speaking of that, actually, you just helped me segue. Um, do you guys like more? I don't like the word submissive. So I'm going to say what? Like, do you want a girl to be more reserved or aggressive when approaching you or dealing with a woman? Would you rather more like an aggressive Just woman? in general? Yeah, in general. Um, well, by nature, we like to chase, right? That's just a man thing. Like, part of the, the chase is part of it. But um, I don't know. I, th- I think today is so different with uh, the Me Too, with, with consent. Things like that. You guys, we you put men in a place where it's like, yo, you, we got to be sure. Okay. So it's like, I, I'm not asking you to bag me, but you got to give me hints for the okay to bag you. Okay. So like for me, say if I'm in the club, whatever, I look at it, I look at Shorty like three times. Mm-hmm. I got to catch eye contact about two, three times. And then mm-hmm. and I know like, all right, all right, all right. Now you know. We know, I. Right, you want okay. me to come talk or you're going to be okay with me coming to talk to okay. you instead of just being like mm-hmm. whatever whatever and um, I honestly I don't even bag women on the street like I don't know I have this funny thing in my head like I, I think I'm a, a decent looking guy I think I'm handsome but like if I can really bag you up the street how many niggas can really bag you up the street right. you know what I'm saying it's like how many uh, niggas look good like niggas is out here right so I have a weird thing about that and the party scene is different because it's more of a social setting mm-hmm. It's meant to be social. Yeah. So that's perfectly fine. But like, just like bagging on the street and shit, like, I'm not really with that. But yeah, I, I kind of wait for like almost the consent to like, I. Okay. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like to play dumb too. I love, I like to play dumb. Like, I love when like, <laughs> yo, I know you like me, but you ain't really giving me a lot. So I'm gonna play stupid. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna let you get out your, get out your, your box a little okay. bit to let me know. Okay. Uh, so I'm kind of like that. Yeah. See with me, um, even obviously when I was single, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah long that. time ago. Put that out there. <laughs> um, I was always the 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 guy who was a friend. Okay. And then something happened. Okay. So like like you said, you can't really like guess like oh, yeah. I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna go talk to her because you you know if you get that, it, it feels like shit. Of course. Yeah. You and know, then, when, and then it changes everything, right? Like it's like. Damn, it's weird now. Yeah, if you if you feel like shit. Uh, yeah, 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 awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but even in the like, even in the, like, even even when you ask a girl to dance, yeah. she's like, Nah, I don't want to dance. That's a fact. You know that shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you kind of want like the the eye contact. Yeah. The smiling. The I'll send a drink to your ugly friends first. <laughs> you know. Yo, homies, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> 
Talk to the ugly joints, yo. You gotta talk to, talk the, to the fat, ones. ugly joints. Get in there. Don't even pay the one you want no mind. Like just be like, hey, what's up? You gotta. Girl? That's 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 the thing, that's right? That's a thing, baby. Hard, that's a thing. That's a thing. You gotta talk to the ugly friends. That's first. a fact, bro. I love the ugly friends. Wait, but why? Why the ugly friends first? Because they're the cock blockers. You make them feel good. Oh. That's a fact. They're not gonna pull their cute girl away. And then you're not. No, And then you're not. You're not thirsty at that point, right? Like it's either. Because the problem, and for any decent guy, we understand that women are over-sexualized. So, yeah. you, so the bad one, the, the one you want, is probably getting hit on all day, mm-hmm. every day. She's tired of that shit, bro. So she like, like if you give her a different angle where she's like, all right, like, like that's dope. It sparks her curiosity exactly. a little bit. Okay. Exactly. Right. Make, a, just make a joke and talk it to the, the ugly one. Oh, I like the cut and ass of the one I want. I'm still sandboxed with it. that relationship, then you just slowly just... Transition to the cute one. Yeah. Oh, you gotta dance with the ugly girl first. That's a fact. Oh my god. And your big ass over here, girl. You gotta <laughs> see. I wasn't even gonna say big. I'm just saying I wasn't gonna go to the big route, but she usually is. Yeah, She's funny. the fullback. She's the lead blocker. Yeah. <laughs> Star Yo, y'all She's the lead blocker. What? Star I'm trying to get to the quarterback. The offensive line is, bro- Yo, is I blocking. Love <laughs> I love this. But I'm, but I'm Aaron Donald in this motherfucker. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it goes back it goes back to investing you gotta buy all of them drinks oh that's yeah. a fact that's another thing bro can we talk about that yeah, yo that I just want her why well, I gotta buy all these shit you, gotta, sucks, buy, man. you gotta buy all of them drinks I'm 60 in every time I wanna get this girl a drink yeah. that's why you buy the bottle there you go <laughs> and you give the uglies the happy <laughs> Yo, y'all retarded. Yo, light on the porn. <laughs> yo, 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 it's all juice in here. Don't worry about it. I got you. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. So what are some um, non-sexual things that make a woman attractive to you? Well, I think I kind of talk about this, right? Like, I, I judge people in their character. Yeah. I talked about that. But mm-hmm. uh, let me think something past that. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Pete. Let me think about that. Family. How they treat their family. This is what I was saying. Okay. You know, that's what I was saying. Okay. Like, it, it just, that's how she's going to treat, that's how she treats her family. That's mm-hmm. how she's going to treat mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And me, I have a son. Yeah, you do have a son. So yeah. my son is 13 years old. Wow. Yeah. My son is going to be 13 years old mm-hmm. in April. So um, it's just, you know, how you interact with kids. That's mm-hmm. big. That's big. Like, oh, she loves kids. Okay. Just just past the character point because I, I think I said that already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like to w- watch the way a woman dress. Mm-hmm. That's a turn on. She really knows what she's doing. And I'm not just talking about yo. You just bought a bunch of expensive shit and put it on. Yeah. How'd you lay her up? How'd you whatever whatever? And uh, I have this weird thing about about um, how I can gauge how a woman is in bed, like um, personality, yo. If Shorty is funny, she can fuck. <laughs> Yo, if a Shorty is funny, she can fuck, bro. And she quick witty. She quick witty. She she's you know dope. Because she a can girl fuck. Like that is more open. So in bed, she's not gonna be exactly. First of all, I already think there's an amount of intelligence that comes with being funny. Oh yeah, like, you gotta like, be clever. You, you gotta be clever. Mm-hmm. You have to be like you gotta understand psychology. You gotta understand, and you gotta be quick with it, right? Yeah. So a person that already thinks like that, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're taking this thinking into the bedroom. Yeah. 
Like, all right, let me let me let me figure out this nigga. Let me yeah. see how to get this nigga's toes to curl and shit like that. Ever. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's always an awkward moment in sex where nah, like, of you course. both like kind of just like have like an awkward pause and look at each other sometimes. And it's just like, Yo, me and that, me and that had this, me and that had this conversation. She said she get niggas one point five times. <laughs> yeah, to impress me. Like, no, it's true. The first time you gotta give it, you gotta give a good three if you like three. Come on, the first time is awkward. The first time is awkward. So he posted a wild out the second. Second, time. yeah, you gotta make up over. for that awkward oh, shit. The fuck, God. yeah, no, Mm-mm. three. three. That's three, three too many. That's too many. It's way too many. You disappointed me the first two times. What the fuck pressure, is the third yo. time for? I was talking to the homies the other. I was talking to homies last night. I was like, yo, because niggas, you know, niggas be doing this honey shit. And, and. Yeah, explain so, uh, that for okay. the women who, because I didn't know until today. That's good. That means the niggas is holding it down. I'm sorry, fellas. I'm snitching. Nah, guys. Like, uh, so the, you know the honey. I have a lot of female viewers. The so. honey is, you know, they they taking this shit. It's like it's a sex thing. It's like Viagra, anything. Um, it it makes you last longer or makes you more in your bag, whatever. Um, and I think that's a big hurdle for most men on the first time, especially with a bad chick. Like, yo, you want to perform, but you anxious, okay, and, and you nervous, okay, and those things, those factors can can fall into your your, your sex game mm-hmm. type shit, Definitely. right? But um, I was telling the homies because they be talking the honey shit, and I'm like, bro, give out some whack dick sometime, bro. <laughs> Like yo, dog, dog. If I blew your, ba- if you know I tore your shit up more than once, mm-hmm. I can afford a, a bad game yeah. or two. <laughs> but the first you know, times are critical. Like the no, in the beginning. Times, but I'm like, yeah. bro, like, I'm like, bro, stop taking so much honey. Like, right. yo, give us some whack dick because you gotta get that. I've never gotta, taken honey. You can't. You can't have a dick. She gonna this get shit. shit blown every fucking time. Like, bro, that's a high fucking meter. That's a high fucking. That's a pedestal. Yo, bring it down. You got to live up to that shit. Yeah, no, no, no. You're going to get some C minus tonight. It's a lot. No, I feel that. And you can't talk shit because you know I I told you, I had you shaking last week, so. I'm allowed to have an all day. Yeah, I'm allowed to have a couple all days, dog. Before those sex drugs, back in the day, before I had sex, I used to just get off. Yeah. Yeah, that was the that was the so, that was the nigga shit. Yeah, jack off, get one out. Yeah, you get your first because the first. Nobody wants to do that no more. No, 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 no. no. The, honey, the problem like, is once you get once old. You, once, yeah, once you get old. Older, the first one's the best one. <laughs> you done? <laughs> you you want to go to sleep? What is the best one? Yo, I'm on my second, third night. I'm not even feeling nothing. I'm just there, like in the motion, bro. Like I'm not enjoying this. I'm not in five minutes. That's my enjoyment. Just hope I can get it back up, dog. Fuck that. Not before sex, then not after sex. Yeah, the young shit was get the first one off because that's the quickest one. And then the second one, you're getting the second nut. And you don't know it. But I'm going longer because I'm already kind of desensitized Mm -hmm. because I already jerked off and shit. So I can perform perform better or whatever. whatever. Did you have anything you wanted? (laughs) 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 I plead a fifth. (laughs) I plead a fifth. Smart man. Nah, you getting that first one, baby. Whatever oh. happens, happens. It's a gamble. <laughs> Fan duel, baby. <laughs> nigga might not. Nigga might not hit the quarters. Like, <laughs> yo, yo. One time I was fucking, and I think I, I definitely had like that was back then when we had the um. You remember we used to have the clock with the with the with the. With the whole time right there on the side of your bed. Like, yeah. that was your alarm, right? Yeah. So, like, I smash it. I'm like, oh, I'm killing this shit, bro. <laughs> I look at the clock. <laughs> Nothing, no time went by. It's like five minutes. This shit felt like forever, yo. We've been talking. 
Now they gotta start breathing. They gotta go eat some more pussy. <laughs> Yo, no. If a nigga's in it and he comes out eat some pussy, he trying to get his nut back down. <laughs> he trying to get down. I'll be holding this shit up to my stomach. Like, <laughs> yeah, go down, go trying down, to get that energy meter back go up. Go down, my boy. Yo. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Last topic. This was a meme from Instagram. Some yeah. girl had posted this. She said, if my boyfriend cheats on me, I need to understand that I lacked something that made him cheat. So instead of leaving him for another guy, I'm going to find out the error in myself. Apologize to him and be a better woman. She's going a little too hard, but her thinking is right. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, she's doing a little too much. Okay. No, but uh, we talked about this last pod. Like, even if a nigga, f- in every situation, there's something you played into what happened. Mm-hmm. You may not be the majority of the the issue, but you may be. Yo, know, he could be eighty percent the asshole who fucked everything up, but there was a twenty percent that was you. And if you keep thinking that you're perfect. You're not going to better yourself so that you go to your next situation. You know how to, you may fall into the same situation. Yeah. So that's a part of that. Mm-hmm. But all that, if a nigga cheat, you apologize and you say sorry. She's yeah. she's crazy. Like, fuck that nigga. That's yeah, that's man. a little out yeah. there. <laughs> fuck that nigga. But I mean, um, I listened to the last podcast and um, I heard Gotti say that a lot of this shit is instinctual. You know, like, it is. like maybe it wasn't her fault. Yeah. Maybe it was just. In the moment. Yeah. Something happened. Something came up. You know, it's instinctual. Like human instinct mm-hmm. is like animal instinct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, animals aren't faithful to their... No. They have no concept of that. Exactly. We put that shit out there as humans. That's just us. Right. Yeah. You know, like... And, and other cultures don't even have the concept of that. This is American culture where mm-hmm. monogamy, married to one person. There's other cultures you're married to... Mad women, you marry, you got multiple wives, you yeah. got, you know, you got all that type of shit. Yeah. So this is a, it's not even just human, mm-hmm. it's almost like our society, mm-hmm. our small society thing that we're saying you have to be monogamous to one person. I'm not saying that's wrong, mm-hmm. I'm saying we're fighting against that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We're fighting our own demons. Right. You know, we have to, we, we go out there, like, especially like being a DJ, being in the nightlife, Yeah. I, you know. I'm not I'm not fucking Drake or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I have girls that throw it at me. That's a fact. That's a fact. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, Allegedly Sam. Allegedly. <laughs> but um Entertainment purposes. <laughs> it's, it's your job. It's your job as a as a man who's in a committed relationship yeah. to kinda not avoid it because there's no way to avoid it. Mm-hmm. You know, your your mind is running. You know, you see another girl like, you know, people watch fucking porn. Yeah, of course. You know, you you, you watch porn. That's you, natural. Mm-hmm. In a relationship, single, you're going to look at other people and be attracted. It happens. Yeah, you see it. A, you see it, you know, especially in the nightlife. You go, people go out to attract other people. Yeah. Bro, and I tell people in this nightlife thing, we are selling sex. Mm-hmm. And if and I tell a good promoter, a good person in the nightlife, if sex is the line, you stand on the line, you don't cross it. Because when you cross it, you don't have a customer anymore. You have a situation. Mm-hmm. You don't have a client anymore. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. we are selling sex. So if you're the person that with the line of sex and you stand all the way back here because you're trying to be, you're trying to be Mr. Good Guy or Mr. I Have a Girlfriend, nobody coming out to see you. Nobody coming out to your party. They're like, it's like acting square. Like, yeah. But, you know, there's a line. You stand on it. You don't cross it. That's what I, that's what I say. It's like me. When, when I get a little drunk, I like to sing on the mic. 
<laughs> yeah. I like to sing. Yeah. I think I'm the best singer when I fucking when I'm fucking drunk. So I fucking start singing and girls sing to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes girls get close to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if my girl's standing right there, they, they're gonna oh uh, yeah, whatever. Of course. You know, so obviously she can't be there. So when she's not there, they're gonna be like, oh, what's up? You are open. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that. But but Pete, like if you were the type of guy like, yo, get out of here. I have a girlfriend. I have a fiance. Yeah, you they're gonna be like, oh, okay, damn, you, I you know, I was you just trying to be that. friendly. So I'm not saying that you're supposed to have that control. Yes. You know, you're supposed to entertain. Yes. You don't have to take every girl. You don't have to you, take it all that away. That gives home. you time of day. Yeah. You don't have to take every single girl home. And I'm not saying that you don't you don't have to take any of them home. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just no, saying if it does happen. You have to, you have to understand that as a partner. Like, I mean, I'm not saying you have to understand it. Where you got to be okay with it, but my point is that in a situation like that, you didn't do anything wrong, right? The, yeah, yeah, the yeah. woman, I mean, like, mm-hmm. like that's just a situation. That just exactly, happened. that's yeah. what I'm, you know what I'm saying. You know yeah. what you have to do? You have to sell a fantasy to these people. Yeah. Sell a fantasy to them. Exactly. And that's gonna keep them like, oh man, I want, I want. That and, and, and that's what makes me I, I, I'm not saying I'm a good promoter but that's what makes me who I am as a promoter it's like the girls kind of want to be with me and the guys kind of want to be me they kind of mm-hmm. want to be around me because the girls are around me mm-hmm. and it's like dog this is what's paying my fucking bills like yo dog they're coming out spending people come out for money. that to escape whatever they're going through yeah. you need a drink and, tonight, and who wants I'm to out. party with the fucking square nobody exactly. but you would be crazy if fucking 100 girls come out to party with you you still have all 100 girls wilding you wild. Yeah, 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 you're wilding, bro. You're wild. You're fucking up your business, exactly. Yeah, you need to have control. You gotta have control. You gotta have control. But with the topic, you know, being a better woman and apologizing yeah, all that to shit. It, it's not for every situation. It's not. No. It doesn't make... It there doesn't, are situations, yes, but there are situations where, bro, it just happened. Yeah. Because in order, in order for you to think, I had to, I have to apologize to him because... I wasn't the person who he wanted me to be. That means that his cheating was calculated. Mm. And like, like I and like I was he's telling been you, planning like, to yeah, cheat. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't know how to cheat, and when it happened, she found out about right. it. And and on the last part, I said most men don't operate like that. Mm-hmm. Like planning to cheat. Women do. Women do. Women do. Men don't really operate like that. We're physical. We see, oh shit might have been lit. Yeah, I Mm-hmm. And then she's throwing it. Mm-hmm. It's like, 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 it's like, like, not even you're going after it. She's throwing it because, and like you said, we we ain't Drake or nothing, but you, women know how to fucking know who got what guy in the spot is who. Yeah. So you see, he has power. He has social power, or whatever. Why is everybody talking to him? Mm-hmm. Why is he whatever? Mm-hmm. Why is everybody going to him for everything? Everybody's going to him, talking to him. They're yeah, laughing. Yeah, with who, him. Who, oh, he's who, funny too. Who, who's he? Yeah. That's a fact. Cause you can holler at a girl. Like, say if you go in the spot and you holler at a chick. She made the she made block you like you start walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You walk around and then like some other chicks start talking to you or someone else. You're more appealing. Gonna, gonna that's how women that's how women are, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sneak and get back yeah, that's how women yeah. are, bro. That's how women are, bro. Yeah. Wow. Um, so is there any last minute thoughts, last minute comments? Where can people find you? Talk to the people. This is so, your time. Um my Instagram is DJ Pesao, D J P E S A O. Oh yes. Hey. Wearing my shirt today. Hey. Hey. Yo, when I get my horny shirts, you gotta wear that of shit. Of course, so I got you. Yeah. I got you. 
you know, and um, I'm just uh, I'm just a regular guy just trying to trying to have fun and make money while while having fun. Yeah. Um, and if something comes out of that, something bigger, um, I'm happy. Yeah. Where can people party with y'all? Um, I, I mean, I said it a little bit, but first son, first son, Gotti. Um, you can catch me at right now. I'm at uh, Tawana Nights. Uh, you can catch me at Terrace on East Tremont. We have a Sunday brunch. We have Tawana Nights on Tuesday, Taco Tuesday with Pasal. Yeah, it's lit. Uh, it's lit. Uh, on the weekends, I'm still like changing things right now. I'm at Dykeman Bar, but um, you know things may change. Um, so yeah, just just hit me, man. I'm, I'm very assess- I'm accessible. I'm not. I'm friendly. I'm not shy. For me, just follow me on Instagram. I, I'm I'm in a lot of different places, so. Kind of hard to say where I'm going to be at all the time, but... Booked. He is booked He's and busy, busy and okay? booked, baby. <laughs> but for sure, Talk every... Talk to him nice. <laughs> booked and every, busy. Every Tuesday, I'm in... BBL on the way. Nights, you know? <laughs> BBL on the way. But yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. We out.